Lord, bless all the faces. <laughs> <laughs> all the talking faces. Can't you do that? Can't it? If it's intentional, you can offer a blessing through digital means? Yeah. I just did. It's <laughs> 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 like, what are you talking about? Baby, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Boom. Okay. Our lady and do of nuts. We're going live. Somebody's watching us live. Whoa. Hello, and welcome to the Catholic Nerds for the second time tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is your um, source for Catholic nerdery. This is Scott Smith. This is Colby. Uh, and Cody. <laughs> and our special guest tonight, Father... Brand. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at this. We know exactly what we're doing, I promise. <laughs> Hailing from the uh, Tri-City area of Morganza, Louisiana, St. Anne's Church. Appreciate you joining us tonight. We want to want to ask you about all your uh, epidemic stories, but the loosely organized backbone of this podcast is pandemic movies your favorite our favorite pandemic movies but also we're going to have uh, a little catholic nerds trivia at the end provided by some of our uh our group members and um also the what you're reading so what do y'all want to start with mosquitoes well, let's go ahead and start with pandemic stuff i mean we're in the midst of a pandemic why not start with pandemic movies? Right. Well, our show is six weeks late to the uh, kickoff of this event, so we figure why not jump in now? Hey, you know, we don't know when it's going to end, so <laughs> we're right on time. True, true. <laughs> I still say Easter will have marked the turn of the tide, but, you know. Eh. Or the peak of the curve? Yeah, the in the middle of the flattening. There you go. So to start, so, let's ask Father Brent. Father Brent, what's your favorite pandemic movie? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of movies that exist in pandemics. Um, being central focus in the movie, I'm not real strong on that. Namely, I literally have seen zero of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, so I'll I will make I'll make a connection to the closest thing I can get to making um, a reasoned a reasoned response of my of my favorite epi, uh, pandemic movie is pandemic is is right on the edge of epidemic epidemic is sounds kind of like epidermis. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me of The Silence of the Lambs, which is a movie I have seen about somebody trying to make a skin suit. Oh, God. 
manages to take a CPR dummy and take its face off. <laughs> so, particularly, um, so yeah, that that's that's where I'm going to start. That's your favorite one. <laughs> All those people were catching death like crazy. Super <laughs> contagious. <laughs> well, I say, I don't that. feel bad, Father, because the majority of this list was made by Scott, which just really reiterates how big of a nerd he is compared to the rest of us. Yeah, this oh, is yeah. true. This is true. There's a high amount of nerdiness. Oh, I, 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 I my actual list of my my prioritized list of the ones that I was given as options to rank. I can I can provide a a response. Just my own personal thoughts as to the rankings that they ought to be. <laughs> um, you ranked 12 monkeys first, right? Yeah, I did. Was, was that because of the 12 apostles? Is that, is that why you did that? Actually, I tried to go on and, and say they were like. I noticed that several of them involved monkeys, and 12 <laughs> monkeys was the only one that actually was called monkeys so <laughs> i think that deserved to be top ranked and also there were 12 of them i mean that just amplifies the reality of the importance of the monkeys um, and then behind that apes i mean because monkeys apes right i mean basically right. family. so rise of the planet of the apes was next i mean as a man of religion uh, I felt like I had to put in the seventh seal because that sounded, yes, you know, kind of uh, kind of fun, religious overtone maybe there. <laughs> uh, cabin fever being next because I, I I'm feeling that real bad right now. <laughs> but that title, um, I, I felt that deep in my core. Um, outbreak, kind of a, a similar. Like cabin fever outbreak, but then you swap the words and it's breakout. So I think it was like a necessary pro like following that I progression out to the cabin, and then I just kind of I didn't really know where to go from there. So Andromeda Strain just sounded fun to me. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like colors in the sky and like drain of something. I don't really know. Um, Contagion, just because, I mean, it sounds a little ominous. Um, <laughs> Harriers, probably the most relevant. Probably, so, yeah, the most recent and relevant. Um, I Am Legend. Um, <laughs> like, I would needed to be humbled a little bit and not be at the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he's frozen. I'm frozen. Am I back? You're back. You're back. Oh, they have let me go. Excellent. <laughs> so, uh, so after High of Legend has been humbled, uh, then comes blindness because <laughs> that's just no fun. <laughs> and then there's got to be a last stand. So stand last. And that's my defense. Boom. There it is. That was way more logical than I was expecting. Mic drop. <laughs> I think you're going to end up having the better commentary in all these movies <laughs> having not seen any of these movies. Right. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Okay, don't judge a book by its cover. I mean, you could definitely judge a movie by its title. Well, clearly. Clearly. That just <laughs> happened. <laughs> well, when Scott said, like, we're going to rank our top ten pandemic <laughs> movies, we were like, Contagion. Uh, <laughs> that's it. That's it. I think that's the only one. So was, that's our, our ten right there. <laughs> Right. I'm legend. I think we just kind of kind of squeezed in. Do you want to introduce the newest Catholic nerd? We can. Yeah, we can. Sure. Here she is. Are you going to be nice? Are you gonna be nice? <laughs> this is Therese. Catholic nerd. We'll bring her back when she's in more of a Less top fussy. Yeah. So, Scott, your top ten. Let's go. Let's do this All thing. All right, well, not necessarily my top ten, but are uh, the uh, group has ranked as number one I am legend um, we have we have 10 votes for that um, feel free if you're tuning in now to add some votes you can vote for more than one sure be sure to add your your favorite pandemic movies in the comments and and you need to vote right now because at present, Sharknado is number three, and what? That's <laughs> okay. So I no have watched bueno. every Sharknado movie so far that I know exists. So that's said one we through five. Maybe you weren't going to tell people that, but I am proud of this because those are great <laughs> movies, especially the first one they where they use the same shot like a hundred times. It's fantastic. Uh, the the guy who lost his legs in the beginning. So good, because you can see that he was clearly buried in the sand. If, anyways, amazing cinematography, beautiful. Does he movie, get his two legs long. back for Sharknado 2? Huh? Does he get those two legs back? Oh, I don't season? know. I don't remember if he made it in there. But, uh, I mean, come on. You've got <laughs> sharks, and you've got tornadoes. It's and like, chainsaws, and machine oh guns. <laughs> the ending is the best. pandemic was like a disease thing. You think well, so? <laughs> you think so? But uh, wait, how, why is this even in here? Well, Scott said it was okay. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Sharknado <laughs> was back on the board. We bring zombies back in. Oh. It's chaos. Yeah, if we that's can bring in sharks off the bat, but well, if we are gonna talk about zombies at all. Then 28 days later and 28 weeks later, that is a virus. Do, do y'all remember what yeah. they, uh, what virus they used? What Ebola? Uh, rabies? Oh, Ebola. <laughs> yeah, they like. Was it really what, Ebola? Yeah, they like twinned Ebola. They like paired it up with something else to, kind of like an I Am Legend. You know, they to cure cancer. They yeah. use right. virus. I'm gonna have. Uh, a trivia question later on about that, so you know, tuck it under the hat. <laughs> <laughs> Got, a so, yeah. Got it. <laughs> um, Twenty-eight days. I'm, I'm trying to follow you, Cozy. That's a virus out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some there's some pretty good ones out there that 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 even zombie movies where it began with a virus. Um, uh, I thought almost all of them began. Almost the well, or no, some of some. them just we don't know the cause of it. It just kind of happened. Uh, the dead rise chose. again, uh, kind of thing. Um, 
But I, I have to say a, a new one, uh, or I say new, um, Daylight's End. It's not a zombie movie particularly. It's, it's more of a vampire movie. Um, but it's like a vampire-zombie hybrid. And it really quickly became one of my favorites uh, after I watched it, I, I, if I'm getting the, the, the title of it right. But it's really yeah, cool. you are. Uh, and, and just kind of an interesting concept, probably the most uh, uh, creative uh, thought on zombies in, in recent past. Well, it's crazy because it's also Daybreakers, which is another like vampire-like epidemic. Right, yeah, those are more vampires. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll say even vampirism was—I don't think it was a virus, but they considered it a germ. Right. Uh, in a lot of the older texts, they called it the vampiric germ. Real quick, first of all, just to say hi to everyone who's watching. Um, yeah, thank you for joining. Thanks for joining. To us. Say hello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> y'all were coming in, but now there's quite a few of you. Also, David Dawson, father is it? Father David Dawson, um, from his profile pic, it looks Egan, like soon to be, soon to be. Soon um, to be. He said the movie Rage. Soon to be I'm father. not familiar with it. Are y'all familiar with the movie uh, Rage? No. Or is or is that a movie title? Or maybe he just has. Yeah, I think I'm with the Rage virus. <laughs> Probably the Rage virus, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Ah, gotcha. yes. My bad. That's right. From, from Daylight Not unlike the flare from uh, Maze Runner. Maze and, Runner, yeah. And Benjamin Fulmer says that Twilight ruined vampires. Which is true. For everyone. This is this is absolutely yes. true. Yes, okay. That and also, Clarifani says... Mormonism. Clarifani <laughs> says the virus in 28 Days is called Rage. Yeah. Sorry, soon to be father. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> Oh, I need to share this, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. If y'all want to share these to your pages, that would be great. Um, speaking of zombie apocalypses. <laughs> Even though we said we weren't going to speak right. of zombie apocalypses. <laughs> Our bad. <laughs> we were we were mentioning briefly earlier that Father Brent was supposed to be our apocalypse priest. And that oh. is not. That's So we had an agreement. <laughs> Uh, a binding, <laughs> solemn agreement that if the apocalypse started, I think we said specifically if the zombie apocalypse, zombie apocalypse started, started, yeah, that Father Brent would come with us and administer the sacraments to us and our children. And this has been a long-standing agreement for like the last oh my gosh, six, been eight seven years, years. Eight years, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and and here we are, and and we're not getting no sacraments, right? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it has not panned out, but there's also no zombies, so. So it has really yeah. not panned out. So I mean, um, multiple. <laughs> as soon as I see a zombie, you're not. <laughs> so great story about this uh, this apocalypse priest. So uh, <laughs> it was after a New Orleans ordination. It's funny to everybody else. Okay, we need to tell something really fast. Okay, yes, okay. <laughs> so it's after New Orleans uh, ordination. We're meeting Father Matthew Graham's parents, okay? And we're, we have Father Brent standing next to us. Can I tell her? Yes, Mary, tell okay. her. Go. Okay, we're going to tell an embarrassing story about me. So, so Father Graham introduces me and Cody to his parents, and he didn't introduce Father Brent. In hindsight, I'm guessing maybe Father Brent already knew them, but I felt the need to fill the silence and I was like and this is our priest Father Brent at the time we were engaged and he was going to marry us and they say your priest and I said yes he's he's going to be marrying us and then there was silence 
and you can't have that. So I had to fill it with something. <laughs> and so I said, and also to these people I had just met, and also he's agreed that in the zombie apocalypse, he's going to come with us and administer the sacraments to us and our children. And then there was a lot of silence thereafter. <laughs> there was lengthy silence. But, the, but this phrase was followed by Father Brent going, Yeah. <laughs> he was just nodding, like, yeah. <laughs> That's right. And anyway, they were like, Well, it was nice to meet you. And they moved on. <laughs> and, anyway, so that's the end of the story. Back to movies and not my well, most horrifying moments. Well, I don't, I don't want to leave Father Brent plus zombie apocalypse just yet. <laughs> because I I don't know if the rest of it knows, <laughs> but Father Brent has also starred in a uh, trilogy of zombie apocalypse novels. This is true. He is Father Simeon in the Cajun Zombie Chronicles. The Cajun Chronicles. Tell us more. <laughs> I know this because I'm the only one that has maybe read them because I'm also <laughs> the. <laughs> One who wrote them. <laughs> Didn't Abby Johnson uh, have you know, them? No, she read the seventh them. Oh. You Wait, who read them? I said, Didn't I bought the digital Johnson. copies and I've read them. Oh, oh wow. I've read, read them. I have not. I have yet to read them. Because I don't read zombies. <laughs> I don't it's read quite them. amusing. It's quite amusing following the plot and knowing you and your family. <laughs> you know, very easy to visualize. <laughs> I bet so. <laughs> Everything around the area... Now with zombies crawling around it, I was like, yeah. <laughs> "Boom!" Yep, yep. <laughs> like this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe uh, I noticed Cisco in uh, the comments said that uh, we're definitely Catholic, but he's doubting the nerd part. So maybe he's not doubting the nerd part anymore. Uh, yeah, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> we, so we're nerds, but not computer nerds. So yeah, we have no skills. Yeah, we have no real skills. <laughs> we just nerd out about certain things. Meanwhile, Ben Fulmer said, uh, Catholic nerds, no zombie talk on this podcast. <laughs> Nothing but zombie talk. Catholic nerds later, so zombies. <laughs> Pretty accurate. Yeah. Let, let, let's, let's try to move away from zombies. Since wait, we said wait. We're, wait. Did he say the name of your book again? The book. Whose no. author I don't think we. <laughs> What's the name of it again? Uh, <laughs> the Zombie Chronicles. Cajun Zombie Chronicles. Cajun Zombie. Book one: The River Dead. The River Dead. Soon, huh. soon to be an audio book. Cajun Zombie. And translated into Hindi. Into what? Indian? Uh, Hindi. 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 It's getting translated into Hindi. <laughs> no, the Wait, language. Hindi, Hindi audible or Hindi? Oh text? no, not no. Just the just the ebook. Just the. Uh, the but that's fantastic. Text. Yeah. There you go. Whatever. That really <laughs> opens up your readership. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it's like two billion people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, so on the on the non-zombie uh, apocalypse pandemics, um, <laughs> my wife's laughing at me. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Can't oh, why. we uh, laugh at. I mean, love. Um, let's go over. I am legend. I think 
most most everybody's seen I Am Legend, maybe not Padre. But um, okay, so Will Smith. First off, let's everyone. stop there. Will Smith. <laughs> How have you not seen the movie, Padre? <laughs> I, uh, I got no response. Exactly. Okay, answer. <laughs> Is it like Independence Day? Uh, what? No. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Things. Just less other actors. It has one of my favorite interactions in a pandemic movie ever. And? Whenever one of the mannequins moves. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when Will Smith has a, a fight with a mannequin. Yeah, it's pretty great. That is ridiculous. <laughs> You're selling me now. <laughs> okay, so I've got, for all our uh, viewers, I've got our first I Am Legend-related Catholic nerds trivia question. Are you all ready for this? Try to answer it in the comments. First, first one with the correct answer in the comments gets a virtual high five. <laughs> and if and if you're able to get all these questions right, and it's somehow obvious to us that you did not um, cheat, Google. <laughs> Here's the Catholic that part. It didn't take thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> we will get you like a Catholic. We will get you the Catholic nerds T-shirt. Boom. What the must-have <laughs> item of the season? That none of us of have. The pandemic season. <laughs> and. I mean, if you impress us more, we also have Catholic nerds, um, accessories, like, coffee mugs, totes, no, uh, the leggings, spandex, um, yoga pants. That's it. Yoga we pants. Also oh, we do? Yes, we do <laughs> yeah. have Catholic nerd yoga pants. <laughs> what? That's a thing. Yeah. I, uh, are, we, I are they yoga pants or are they, are they Catholic pants? Ah. Uh, um, Callan. Okay. All right. So here's the. <laughs> Trivia question number one. I Am Legend is actually the third time this book has been made into a movie. What is the, what is the title of that book by Richard Matheson? The previous, <laughs> two, the previous two iterations of this uh, book were Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price and Omega Man with Charlton Heston. Charleston Heston. It's Charleston, right? Like No. I don't Charlton? I think. Now I have to look it up. <laughs> yeah. I must. Help, no Help me out. No less. Charlton Heston. Okay, we're going to do uh, is Charlton? Okay. Let, we'll do a uh, if you can get the answer in 10 seconds, um, we will uh, make you as famous as we can on this live stream. <laughs> All right, here we go. Anything? Got the Jeopardy music queued up? Nope. <laughs> wow, perfect. All right, that's about 10 seconds. The answer... Are you ready for that? Did anybody provide the answer? Your mom... We've got two answers so far. Colby's mom said Charlton. <laughs> that's her answer <laughs> that, that's a good answer but actually there's two more answers there are two answers to the question so. <gasps> there, some, someone answered Omega Man and someone answered The Last Man now I have to look it up <laughs> okay 
So this may, in retrospect, seem like a trick question, but the book on which I Am Legend, Omega Man, and Last Man on Earth were all based was I Am Legend. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> well, the kid? start like a rebellion that among our viewership. <laughs> I have a bonus question. Good. <laughs> that is Easter themed. Sort of, in the Paschal sense. Okay, are y'all ready for this? No. <laughs> what movie did Charlton Heston and Vincent Price, right, the stars of the pre the previous Will Smith character stars, mm -hmm. star in together? Oh. Is it is it the Ten Commandments? Oh. Yes, it is. <laughs> There. Do another one. I got so excited that I knew something. <laughs> no, it's good though. Do another one. Oh, I just can't make this stuff up like that. <laughs> so it's funny you say that. My wife, their Easter tradition every year is to watch that movie. So. It used Same to with my wife. The TV, I think, on Easter or on Palm Sunday. Yeah, back before we were even nation. Oh my god! I'm really sorry. Do it. <laughs> so, so Scott, since since your memory is so good, let's talk about some Catholic themes in I Am Legend. Oh, there are some really good God themes. Let's hear it. I just I just worry about them being more on the Buddhisty side of things because they're all like the main motif is the butterfly. Mm -hmm. You know, like. Mm -hmm. The little kid at the beginning, his daughter, uh, Marley, named after Bob Marley, of course, right, uh, is making like, oh, look, Daddy, it's a butterfly. <laughs> and so the intro theme of the movie, so that uh, when he sees the butterfly, um, which is created uh, when Will Smith, the character Neville, uh, sees the butterfly, that's how he knows that it's a message from God because his co-star um, has introduced this theme of trusting and listening to God's messages. And that's all cool. Um, <laughs> but there's... Do y'all know about the alternate ending to... Uh, I am like, <laughs> we're, we're talking about it, yeah. I, I was telling them that story before you join so cool do you want to pick it up with the butter the two butterflies i'm trying to remember what part the butterfly, the butterfly was in the ultimate ending okay so in the original <laughs> cinematic ending the right. butterfly is made um by uh the, the not zombie you know whatever the the dark seekers i think they're called Banging on the yep. glass, it makes a butterfly, all right? The, Into the, the break in the glass. Right. The break in the glass forms a butterfly, so that means something to Will Smith. And then he sees a butterfly tattoo on the co-star. I forget her name. And so he knows basically to give his blood, his redeeming blood, salvific blood, <laughs> to the co-star because he's got the antigens. Um, the tattoo on her shoulder blade, though, reminds me a lot of Follow the White Rabbit from The Matrix, but that's not a Catholic thing, but regardless. No. The alternate ending, the butterfly is instead made with the uh, dark seeker, the head dark seeker, uh, with his blood. Ooh. 
Um, and so he, Will Smith instead gets a message to give the uh, Dark Seeker, the girlfriend of the right. bad guy, right. back, back to, to him. Right. Oh, Father Brent, earmuffs. Oh, yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> All the spoilers. Is he frozen? <laughs> no, I think you might well, be muted. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's in a prayerful state. <laughs> oh, he's that spoiler. Ha <laughs> ha. Is it a spoiler, though, if it's the ultimate ending? It's not necessarily in the movie? Wait, what was that? I said, is it a spoiler if it's the alternate ending and not oh. actually in the cinematic version? It's a good question. <laughs> oh, I'm going to What do our viewers think? Is it a spoiler if it's an alternate ending? I Well, also, is there like a statute of limitations on, on spoilers? Because like, I'm going to talk about, I want to talk about the Andromeda strain <laughs> from 1973. <laughs> yes, there is. You had your chance, Father. Don't ruin it for me, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Catholic trivia uh, question. If we're going to um, move on to Andromeda Strain or, or not, which is cool. Just... <laughs> <laughs> like, it's cool. It's all right. Who is the author of the Andromeda Strain? I'm pretty sure this is... Oh, I don't know this. So. This is his first... First time one of his movies for one of his books for Main Two Movies. We can't hear the question. Who the author was? Okay. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. This is awesome. Someone answered no. And no, no other. The Just no. Is that the yeah. initials of your guess? <laughs> okay, so the author. Of the Andromeda strain is Michael Crichton. What? Isn't that cool? That is cool. I'm gonna have to no go check Jurassic it out now. Park, Michael Crichton. Jurassic Park. I just picked up a new book of his. I don't remember the title of it, but it's a dinosaur book. Is Wait, it? What's that name? Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton. That's not the we answer. Had one guess. <laughs> we had one guess in the comment was J.K. Rowling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Isaac. Asimov, which I don't know who that is. Mm. Yeah. And then my just... mom guessed Michael Crichton. <laughs> oh, sweet. Way to go! He's getting close to that Catholic Nerds t-shirt, which is good because which... she lives in town and no shipping and handling. Boom. Rachel, Rachel Jacob got, get the Ten Commandments. got the Ten Commandments right. Oh, nice. Alright. So, so far for the, the showcase showdown, right, <laughs> we've got Miss Angie and Rachel, you said? Rachel Jacob. Virtual high maybe, fives. Maybe, yeah, virtual high fives. Maybe we should do it that whoever gets the most questions right. I well, I th we can have a showcase showdown like The Price is Right. Is it a showcase showdown or a shirt case showdown? Oh. 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 <laughs> Can't do. Colby, you got to wait a little longer for the dad dad jokes. Okay, I'll just, I'll just pop in next I time and do the jokes. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. Dad joke. Okay. <clears throat> so what were hey, we talking about? Any about? more juice to squeeze out of uh, I Am Legend? Anybody else have anything they want to... I feel like I, I haven't seen it in forever. Yeah. <laughs> I do but think it so is pertinent terrifying. to... I do think it's pertinent to today about how he was in isolation for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And you could see his desperation... And how he needed to interact with other people. 
So I think right now it's really important not to get all serious. But, you know, people are stuck at home. And unless you're with family or you have a good connection with friends, uh, to realize just how important human connection is. Yeah. Or you're essential. When you, yeah. Like, because yeah. I'm an introvert, right? And even though I work in an office with 30-something people, I don't talk to people that much in the office. But being home for six weeks and not being able to interact with my coworkers, I didn't realize how much I actually leaned on that and appreciated it. Um, so, yeah. Don't be lonely, people. Reach out. Talk to your friends. Like we're doing right now. Yeah. It's true. And, and that's what's so sad when uh, Neville's dog, right, gets mm-hmm. the virus yeah. and, and dark sideifies. And yeah. then he has to strangle and kill his own dog. I mean, that that was a really tough scene. Yeah. You know what else is really tough? When Cody just spilled a glass of ice water all over me. <laughs> that was really hey, hey, you'll be grateful for that when the aliens attack in the M. Night Shyamalan universe and that the water kills the aliens. Boom, there you go. Yes. Like signs. Yes, which I actually What's saw that? signs with Rachel Jacob, I don't know if she's still watching, at her like oh, very 15th meta. birthday party, and we were all terrified. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing a movie growing up, and someone I know who I shall not name because I don't want to embarrass him was also deathly terrified of that movie. Was it my wife? And, uh, <laughs> no. Well, she might be, but that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was pretty decently creepy. It was. It was, it was scary. What, one more theme I'd point out from uh, I Am Legend is um, the fatherhood aspect of Neville's character. Because what you find out is basically the triggering event for his trauma um, and why he stays in Manhattan. um, He's a lone man in the island to try and reverse the virus is that he had promised to protect his family and his family like dies. Two helicopters collide and they die. Which is really sad. Uh, But even in his recording, he sends out a recording like constantly looping um like like the french woman and, and lost um he sends out this uh, recording that's constantly looping saying i can protect you basically i can provide protection you're not alone which is exactly what he wants to be able to do and what he feels he tragically has not which is he ha- wasn't able to protect his family and now he is alone except for his dog which he has to strangle to death <laughs> so tragic so, Father, um, do you feel like you've seen the movie now? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> about man, everyone dies, and he kills his dog, and then there's a butterfly <laughs> in the window. Yeah. There's redemption, and uh, so I, I want I want to hear Father's take like on the movie now. So, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Catholic themes. Catholic themes throughout the movie, Father. Yeah, based on that, I'm I'm pretty confident in my placement of that movie as tenth ranked. As <laughs> <laughs> um, it kills his dog, and that's just no fun. That's, uh, I mean, your other part's not good, Scott. I mean, you make you make a good case, but killing his own dog, man, that's just. 
Yeah, I like other the, than your synopsis provided earlier, you should not judge this movie by its title, which is what you're saying. Yeah. I like the 12 Angry Men um, aspect of, of <laughs> the, the debate we're waging. <laughs> I, uh, and Five angry people. <laughs> Six. <laughs> yes, she is a person too. And she's angry. Trying to see what the so what's number two on our um, list from our Catholic nerds group? I lost it. I know three is still Sharknado. <laughs> oh no, it's actually moved up to number two. <laughs> oh, Sharknado! Ah, the world hates us. That's <laughs> <laughs> some some Catholic some Catholic richness of the. A gift of Sharknado to the world. Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. So, Catholic giftness from the gift of Sharknado. Are, are, are we ready for this? Okay. No, we're not. So, if you haven't <laughs> seen the movie, I'm sorry. Sorry. Spoilers. Um, but the way that they defeat the tornadoes, the Sharknadoes, is by throwing bombs into it. Okay. And so, if you weren't aware, this is how you stop a tornado. You throw bombs into the tornado. Okay? Especially if there's sharks. And, and here's the thing. When you shoot a shark and it's in a tornado, it stops flying. Okay? As though okay, it, it loses as its as power of flight or it stops flying? Volition. So uh, when you, what did you say, Colby? I said, so it loses its power of flight, or it's exactly. not flying. Exactly, it loses its power of flight. Even though so, it was the tornado that was making so, it fly. Yes, so that you know, when the sharknadoes do come, uh, you can shoot them out of the sky. Um, but the Catholic themes is is uh, really uh, trust in the uh, in the providence Bombs. of the Lord, um, because <laughs> seriously, <laughs> that is they had a lot of trust to throw a bomb into a tornado that that would take care of it. <laughs> Because that seems like that would make the problem worse, right? That's what you... Now you got sharks now you gotta, and bombs. Bombs and sharks and flames. I mean, come yeah. on. The sharks are on fire now. <laughs> fiery shark in the tornado. The fiery sharknado. Yeah. Hey, so before we leave, I am legend forever destroyed by tornadoes of sharks. Uh, <laughs> uh, like so something cool that I, I saw today in I Am Legend. Um, there's a, it starts out with him in a Mustang commercial, basically, um, driving through the, for some reason, empty streets of Manhattan in a Mustang, and all of a sudden, it, bam, he's hit by these this herd of, of deer, right? Oh, yeah. And he goes hunting the deer, and he, like, has one in his crosshairs, and he's about to fire, and bam, a lion attacks it. <laughs> which is awesome but deer versus lion guess what movie poster is in the background up on the building that uh the the backdrop for this deer versus lion fight i know this and i forgot it this is crazy because the movie predicted this movie would come out like eight years before it came out deer versus lion is this a trivia question yeah, yeah, it's true. Let's do that. <laughs> like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> the verses is a clue. The verses. 
Maybe we should do an abridged version of our. <laughs> okay, so the verses was a clue. The deer versus lion. The movie. Batman versus Superman. Yes. <laughs> I remember now. Yes. And even despite this prediction, they were unable to stop that movie from coming out. <laughs> Which was absolutely terrible. Unfortunately. <laughs> and. I know, I know some people are really big fans of the DC Universe, but I'm sorry. They've, they, they, they've, they've only done a good chance. job on, like, a couple of their movies. Like, <laughs> their best one so far has been Wonder Woman. Is Colby yeah. saying thumbs down to you saying that or thumbs down to... DC movies. DC movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Wonder yeah. Woman was good. Wonder Woman was actually really good. But yeah. their other Wonder ones... Wonder Woman was good. What? Why did they do that? Which one's good, too? Uh, our children are, are rebelling. They, they don't like that you're dissing DC Comics. Yeah. Oh, well. It's true. Hey, so I don't know if he's watching, but we all have a mutual friend, uh, Michael. Um, that's, that's a segue into, does anybody know the name of the virus on I Am Legend? Wasn't it? Wait, you want me to say it or you want to have people put it in the comments? I don't know if we should do another trivia thing so close. Bum, to bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say it was polio. The, well, okay, yeah. So I was going to do a trivia question about the type of virus later on, um, but the name of the virus in I Am Legend. Do y'all know what it is? Is it? Wait, wait, uh, see if any of our uh, see if any of our users get it. Well, right. you brought up Michael. Yeah. So, is it? Oh, I don't know what's happening. He brought up Michael. He said we all have a mutual friend named Michael. And speaking of him, do you know what the virus was or the the name of the virus in I Am Legend? And I Am Legend was it the Crippen virus? It was the Crippen virus. <laughs> it was. It was. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, so uh, Colby, what what's your favorite pandemic movie? Uh, well, my favorite one is On Legend, but on the oh, list, <laughs> the only other one that I've seen would be Contagion. Oh yeah, that is that Mary's favorite. It's the only one. I, well, I've seen I Am Legend, but that was ten years ago. Yes, we we specifically watched uh, Contagion. Uh, because of this podcast. There's a plane flying like I don't know if y'all can hear our plane, <laughs> but it's like, it's our plane, right? I thought your um, house was <laughs> launching. So Scott hardly... posted on Monday that we were going to have a podcast on pandemic movies on Wednesday. And we were like, okay. <laughs> Let's do this. So we found the fastest one we could find, which was Contagion. And holy cow. Father, have you seen Contagion? No, you haven't. You haven't seen any of these. Well, Kobe, talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when it first came out. Um, so years ago, my cousin and I used to go see movies in theater all the time. And uh, I remember when it came out, we saw it and leaving. And it was one of the things you're like, you're like, you know it's a movie, but at the same time, you're like, that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so I, I remember recently, whenever, you know, the news started hitting and, and spreading and people started talking about it, I'm like, I guarantee you within the next week, all my recommended YouTube videos are going to be mm. Contagion movie clips. Yeah. 
and sure enough, they start popping up. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, if anybody hasn't seen it, uh, say spoiler alert, but you're years behind, so we're past that uh, prescription period. And you're living it, so right. Um, so Matt Damon, right? Him and his wife. Uh, she travels abroad for her work, and Gwyneth she Paltrow. comes home, and she Gwyneth Paltrow, right? Comes home, and she starts feeling ill. Takes to the hospital, and then randomly, she just is not with him anymore. Uh, and then it seems like as the movie progresses, it gets faster and faster, but there's scenes of how, you know, the CDC tries to investigate and see where it comes from. And then working with pharmaceuticals to develop vaccine. It's like all these things that we talk about today in the news was already in this movie script years and years ago. Uh, so of course the, the virus that's portrayed in the movie is completely different than what we have today. Um, but the, the mode of how it spreads and just how dangerous an event like that can be, it's uh it can be frightening if you're not, you know, not prepared or aware of it. It originates in China. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a respiratory illness. And there's questions of if it was actually a weapon, like that's never right. like established, but it's like, right. Oh, could this possibly, Which it'll be probably never be established today either. Right. So, like one way or the other. Uh, yeah, one way or the other. Um, and one competing theory for the origin of the virus was that some, a bat, right? Was, yeah, bat, <laughs> bat germs. Yeah. Bat germs eaten by a pig. Chef didn't wash his hands. I don't know if you, if you watch the sequence in the movie, they're very, very detailed and descriptive as to where and how it came from. Right. And yeah. we were like, um, why didn't the chef get it? But the chef. Have, he's always touching raw meat, so maybe he doesn't Never touch his face, his face. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what Kate Winslet is the representative from the CDC in the movie, and one of the things she says at the beginning is like, "We touch our face like four billion times a day." I mean, it's you know, like a ridiculous yeah. number, like what four hundred, four thousand, something like. I think that. it was four thousand or something near that. And yeah. then she, then she's like using her cell phone later, like rubbing it all all over her face. And stuff. <laughs> she dies. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah, she doesn't get off that Titanic. So Mary noticed something interesting in well, this movie. I don't know that it's gonna be interesting to anyone, but okay, Jane Austen fans out there. <laughs> Are we talking Kate Winslet, Sense of Sensibility. This movie had not one, not two, Hold your horses, but three. Jane Austen leading ladies in it. Ugh, and God. one of them I was... It, it, so Gwyneth Paltrow was Emma. Yeah. Kate Winslet was Marion Dashwood. And the, the worker at the... Should, CCP, we, should we do a... Should we do a... Trivia yeah! <laughs> the, the, the woman at the CDC who finds the vaccine is an actress who I've seen in only two other things. One of them being a Jane Austen movie. Does so you're asking know? what was the Jane Austen movie that she starred in? Oh, that'll be a big giveaway. <laughs> well, I mean, there's only, she only wrote like five novels. <laughs> <laughs> one was unfinished. <laughs> this is, this is one of only two things I've seen her in besides Pride and Prejudice with, with Colin Firth. Oh, you asking for the actress? No one's going to know her name. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think, because she's only in, the only thing I've seen her in is The King's Speech and Pride oh. and Prejudice, and now this. Ah. I guess what character does she play? <laughs> but people are going to know that. Not um, answering your question, that. but she's in the... side humor. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the memes of all the Pride and Prejudice uh, 
you know, people back in the day already were doing social distancing. <laughs> so the romantic scenes where they're standing like 10 feet apart. <laughs> social distance, like you're, you have to stand six feet apart or you might embrace and yeah. Like, and actually you actually use the term social distancing in the movie Contagion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. They talk about it. It's kind of creepy. Kinda OMG, creepy. Ashton knows her name, like the actress's <laughs> name. Yeah, she well, she was looking. Yeah, yeah. Well, we it helps with, about her while we watch the movie together. It helps that Pride and Prejudice is five hours long, so there's six episodes, and at the beginning of each, her name writes slowly across the screen. <laughs> so if you're like us and have watched it like thirty times, by us you mean Mary and Ashton? Yes, me. And I Ashton. may have seen it once. Her name's Mary Jennifer. And Jennifer Ale Eel. I don't know how to pronounce it. Good job, Ashton. Yay! She's Virtual doing- high five. Showcase showdown. So I have a question for Father. Uh, and I'll say to turn it to a more serious note, but as a priest, I know a lot of people have had a lot of concerns and questions about sacraments, you know, in this current time and how the bishops would, you know, make their decisions. And uh, I mean, I guess as a priest, you probably get direct communication from the diocese. Um, how do you feel as a priest not really being able to reach out to your parishioners or your people being able to come to Mass? Um, it's weird. It's weird. I'll say that. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, you know, priests are doing, doing what they can do. I think in most spots, I know some guys are doing, you know, video things and, and (laughs) we've, uh, kind of embraced, I guess, an older school method. We do FM radio transmission from the front porch of the office. Nice. And uh, it's a little short distance radio, so it reaches out basically like uh, the property. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they sit safely isolated in their vehicles, and uh, like tonight we had Q and A Wednesday, so people were able to text me questions, and we were having you know stuff like that, and uh, and we did uh, benediction from the front porch this past Sunday for Divine Mercy, and we do you know rosaries and that kind of stuff, you know, which is. Uh, it's not the same as as uh, as have a mass um, with the community and 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 all those kind of things, but it's at least being able to. I mean, as you kind of mentioned earlier, being able to, to actually see uh, parishioners, uh, at least a handful of them. Um, you know, making making some connections and being able to uh, to feel something like human, something like a priest. Because yeah, for the the first week, I kind of just sat there looking around, going like so. What do I do now? Because 95% of my ministry as a priest is, you know, with other social. people. Mass or confession or, or um, you, know, you know, sacramental preparation or all kinds of other things. And so it's like, well, when I can't do that, what do we do? You know, wow. yeah. you know so it's, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of it is, is partly kind of getting to what's the, what's the meaning of the priesthood, you know, what's the, what's the, the central mystery of the mass of understanding that, that the mass, um, is effective, uh, even though the, the community can't be there and they're still receiving the grace of that. And so trying to remember that for myself and remind the community of the, the value of the sacraments that, um, that the Lord is, is bigger than, than we often kind of think in a lot of ways. Um, you know, so certainly, and then just a lot of ways of kind of stretching, stretching our Catholic mind and, and embracing things of our faith that, that haven't traditionally been um, 
super strongly emphasize like spiritual communions and perfect acts of contrition and right. what's the, you know, you know, can you, can you do confession over the phone? Uh, some of those kind of questions that just are not normal, not normally addressed so much. Um, right. You know, it's, so it's been really uh, great to see a lot of the, the creativity of a lot of priests yeah. and, and different ministers in, in the community to see how they react and what they do to provide for their, for their people, for their congregation. Uh, and obviously not being stupid and saying, Hey, still everyone come to, uh, to the service. And, yep. you know, it, I, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. But yeah, so it's just been really interesting to see the different creative ways that, that priests uh, have, have taken to uh, this, this post-corona, I guess not quite, quite post-corona environment. Um, Mid-corona. Yeah, mid-coronavirus uh, environment. Uh, so I, I'm, you know, it, it, it'd be great to hear more of those stories. If anyone, uh, any of our viewers have any other stories of what... Uh, your priests or uh, ministers are doing to to help bring your spiritual life or what you and your family might be doing help bring your spiritual life forward in this time so uh, please share those with us and uh, you know if, if we'll get some really cool ideas we'll throw them up here later by you know yeah, saying we have that. a whole podcast on that yeah maybe do a podcast on it that'd be awesome other friends like that would have been a great one for me to guest star <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means we gotta get you back <laughs> Enjoying the one thing I've seen personally, but you know. <laughs> one thing I've seen here that's been pretty heartwarming is how you know not every parish has the ability to stream their mass, mm -hmm. and so at least in the Diocese of Lafayette, there are a few parishes that do that on a regular basis, and so they've kind of stepped up. And then the the neighboring or the other parishes that don't have that ability have not been trying to compete, but they're actually promoting, you know, parishioners. Hey, if, even if we don't offer that. Um, please, like, here are some ways that you can stay connected, uh, you know, to these services in a way. Um, so I think that's a hard one, too, to see parishes not really competing, but more trying to, again, offer time and attention to parishioners where they can give it. And maybe we should mention, like, that, um, like, something that is not happening right now is collections at churches. Yeah. So so to yeah. those <laughs> so to those watching like to to consider sending in like if you don't have your donations set up so that they go in through the mail Send to maybe start doing donations. that um because that's how parishes survive you know it's how they pay right. their bills right word so, so I, have a I had a question for father um I so this year with the Men Immaculata, we uh, shameless plug for Men Immaculata. Uh, we did for the first time. I actually remembered to do the Divine Mercy Novena, starting on Good Friday, you know, and ending uh, Easter Sunday, Easter Saturday, and um, the the plenary indulgence that comes with that. Are we able to receive that if you know if we can't go to confession? Uh, does spiritual communion count for that? I know there was there was some um, communication from the Vatican regarding, um, or from the from the Apostolic Penitentiary, uh, which is the one that that handles 
indulgences and this kind of thing um, that they put out uh, basically an announcement kind of effectively saying, you know, the, the requirement for, for reception of Holy Communion basically is as soon as you can, recognizing that it might be months from now. Um, you know, and, and not wanting to say, well, sorry, you can't receive communion, so all indulgences are all cut off until further notice. Um, you know, basically because we, <laughs> you know, the church that we have the, the keys to the kingdom, so we kind of can, can, can set the bar where it's still able to be reached uh, by the faithful. And that's, that's one of the things that's been, that's been generously given is, is uh, in fact, all, I think, was all, all the, the plenary indulgences that can be gained. And I know um, Francis indicated some of, you know, of, of praying that a divine mercy chaplet or praying for, uh, for people who uh, who have virus, and it was like different concessions of of if you're if you're in quarantine, here's what you can do. If you're if you're sick, here's what you can do. You know, and it had kind of different categories of of you know recognizing people are kind of in different places and different abilities, um, uh, just as far as what they can actually do in a physical sense, but also uh, just the availability of the sacraments and these kind of things. So. Um, so yeah, basically it's under the under the usual conditions. I mean, you do the the stuff you normally do with just the the um, the resolution to get to communion and confession when you can. Because yeah. isn't canon that at the minimum we're supposed to receive once a year during the Easter season? Yeah, so it's I, just... I think it says once a year typically during the Easter season. I, I think it yeah. says. Um, I mean. Or maybe that's where I'm reading it from somewhere else. But no, I think that's right. Um, I mean, what do yeah. I know? <laughs> I mean, masters in theology, Scott. Masters in theology, Father, a priest. Kobe, what what theology degree? <laughs> uh, I got a certificate. Hey, <laughs> I got a few certificates. There you go. Good. Um. Oh, what was it? The, so there's another novena coming up, um, which is a, a cool one for the church to pray together. Um, the novena to the Holy Spirit, um, which begins on the Friday after Ascension, right? Is that right? And then, it, so they'll end on Pentecost. Nine days later is Pentecost. Yeah. So the day that the Holy Spirit comes, we'll have concluded that. Uh, Navina Holy Spirit. Father is what were you gonna say on that? It's for the traditional like if you observe if you observe the ascension on Thursday, it's the Friday that follows. But most ISCs observe Ascension Thursday, Sunday. Thursday to Sunday. So if you were to do it the following Friday, you would only get two days into your novena and you'd be like the Holy Spirit would be like, surprise, a week <laughs> uh, And you're like, totally caught off guard. I only got two of the gifts. Uh, so, yeah, so it's... Uh, <laughs> Knowledge not being one. It's, it's uh, somewhere in that ascension sandwich of Thursday and Sunday, the Friday between there. And that's where we, that's where Novena comes from in the first place it, because it's, ha- it's the nine days of waiting from when the Lord ascends to when he sends his Holy Spirit. So that's also cool. That's like the, uh, 
prototype novena proto novena yes the og novena i'm I'm making these are like dad jokes now aren't they (laughs) (laughs) we gotta pop off screen and then pop back in when you put your dad joke (laughs) Um, i hate to be the debbie downer but uh i think we're getting a little late and it looks like some of our viewers are starting to kind of log off so Oh God! Bedtime. Uh, we want to start it's, wrapping it's up. Getting to that time, time. Huh? Well, let's let's uh, let's wrap up with the uh, pandemic movies real quick, and any other trivia Scott might have for us. Oh, weren't y'all uh, Cody and Mary? Weren't y'all going to talk about your GoFundMe? Oh yes, briefly. Uh, yes. This is new information. Well, Mary, <laughs> you 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 you're better at talking about okay. this than I am. So okay. Um. So, because of the COVID-19 situation, um, of course, everyone knows the hospitals are, are really stretched to their limits. And um, and also for, for women and who are... They're ahead. doing great work in the hospitals. Yeah, they're doing like, fantastic. Fantastic work. So, it's nothing against right, but like resources hospital work, but the resources are depleted. Resources are, are stretched to yeah. capacity. Um, and people are working like incredibly long hours and, and everything. So, and in addition to that, um, it's just not really an ideal environment right now. If you don't have to be there, it's not somewhere that you really want to wander into, um, especially in labor, you know? Um, so for pregnant women who they're not necessarily at higher risk of, of dying from coronavirus, but it can cause complications in birth and in labor and and all sorts of things. Um, it's basically, uh, for, for a lot of women, they're wanting to avoid, women like me, are wanting to avoid being in the hospitals right now for birth. And so we made the decision, and a lot of women are making the decision to switch to home birth, um, which is not like, I think some people hear that and they think like, that still happens. <laughs> That's a thing. Um, and it's completely legal. There's licensed medical professionals who, who do that. Um, that like the state knows what they're doing. The medical board knows what they're doing and has approved of all of this. And, um, and of course they only do it like with a ton of due diligence to make sure that the women who, who are doing home birth, they're not going to let you do it unless you are really like really low risk, the lowest of the low risk. They do so much, um, basically investigating of your condition to make sure that there's, that there's no red flags for you. Um, but the thing is that insurance does not cover home births right now. Most insurance. Most insurances don't. Yeah. Blue Cross Blue Shield just started covering it for um, federal employees. Federal employees. Um, which is kind of cool because it kind of gives away the fact that this is a legitimate thing. Like this is a legitimate choice yeah. for women. And this really should be like kind of a bipartisan issue. Like, and, and between like pro-choice and pro-life people yeah because you know choice like this is a situation where women aren't really having equal access to all the choices that they might want to have for birth care um so we have a gofundme that some friends started to help us with the cost of our home birth which went amazing and we really think we're probably gonna do it again (laughs) we probably we never probably would have had the the courage to try it if, if we hadn't been in this situation, but because we did try it, now yeah. we're kind of 
hooked Definitely. on it. And um, yeah. it was just, it was so peaceful and it was so wonderful, like being in our own home. And we, we would have been, we had already made like 24 hours of memories with our kids and with the baby when we would have still been in the hospital last time. Um, anyway, so we're raising money for for other families too who have chosen this. And we know of at least five other families in the area yeah. who made a last minute switch to home birth um, after like with everything that's happened. So, and, and the cost can range from $3,500 to $6,500 yeah. in order to pay for the home birth and insurance doesn't cover that. So for especially families like ours, it was a last minute decision. It was like, so it wasn't something we, it wasn't were, saving something we were saving up for. up for. We weren't caring for it financially. Right. It, we, of course we have emergency bucket, but it was like that would have depleted our emergency bucket. Uh, and, and now we're getting further into this, this COVID-19 uh, pandemic and, you know, having to dip into the, the emergency bucket. So praise God for our friends who set this up for us uh, that, that allowed us to, to really take the time to be a family uh, for these, these to not be stressed out and not be stressed out yeah. about the finances. Well, we'd really like to raise money for other, for other families too. Um, um, so there's a, yeah. please go to the GoFundMe, which I is, guess we could post the link. We'll post the link, in the link in the show notes, the comments. And we're also hoping that this might be a moment in time that kind of shifts the tide of, of that, th that there might coverage. be either a state law or a federal law passed to mandate that insurance cover it. Yeah. Um, because in a situation like this, that would have been pretty great if, you know, for, for women to have that easy choice to know, yeah, to know, like option. I can, I can do this and it's not a financial burden on my family, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks for sharing. Awesome. Um, also, all worth it. Um, Ashton and I, uh, published a new prayer journal, um, pray, hope, and don't worry after St. Uh, Pio's, uh, yeah. quote. So this is, this is it. If you're interested, it's about the size of my head. <laughs> we'll put the, uh, link to that in the, um, comments and show notes too. Any, uh, last thoughts y'all? I feel like I had some. Last But they're thoughts. gone. Well, we'll still be around. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. All I'm right. glad that everyone's here and, you know, it's it's been rough, but I feel like, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but, like, I think it's helped us really kind of, I don't know, recenter our lives a bit, you know, and um, yeah. we just, our prayers go out to everybody because we, we know people who have lost people yeah. to this and mm -hmm. and also particularly praying that um for people who have lost loved ones who died alone you know that that's yeah. been something that's really been tearing at my heart with all of this is i know where we need to take safety precautions but i really wish they could figure out some way to to at least have one relative with people as they're dying especially since in most cases i would imagine that they're already exposed that, you know what I'm saying? Like the next of kin probably was already with them. So it's not like they haven't been exposed to the, the virus already. Um, so just, I don't know, but like we're praying for everybody and we're also praying that like things would get better and, and you know, mm -hmm. that 
that everything would be done the best way possible that it could be. If uh, those of you who are still with us, uh, if y'all want to comment on what y'all like to maybe hear us nerd out about next time, uh, or if you would like to nerd out with us on a particular topic, uh, please let us know in the comments. Uh, we, we love having guests on. Father Brent, I want to thank you for joining us uh, this, this week on Catholic Nerds. Uh, and uh, thank you for your insight, especially uh, for the movies, the pandemic movies. Uh, it, was, it was great to have you here. And, uh, your knowledge. Your, your knowledge, your wisdom. Uh, what was that? I offer my wisdom for you. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. It is expansive. Oh. As Valuable. All right. Wait, should we maybe give a shout out to all the people who got a question right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Since we... Y'all do that? I don't remember. I'll... Take the human. I'll take the human. Little human. It's upset. So, I know Ashton got one. <laughs> what? Ashton, Miss Angie, um, Rachel. Rachel. So, um, oh, okay. Well, for our showcase showdown, <laughs> those three, if they're still watching. There was Rachel Jacob, too. Rachel's That's Jacob. What I said. Rachel Jacob. Oh, you said her. I'm sorry. Um, the last question. Uh, let's see. The last question is, I've been teasing all night, um, what, what disease virus, what virus was paired with, uh, to, was used to cure cancer and create a worldwide pandemic of zombie-like things in I Am Legend? I thought we covered that already. No, we never actually said it. Or maybe just for, if I did say just a review if you were watching. <laughs> Pop quiz. Okay. Okay. It, did anybody uh, anybody get any of our um, contestants? Nope. Well, no one said anything. That's about the same. Oh, it happens. Three people said Lord of the Rings. Including Father Brent. That was a few minutes ago. Yes, <laughs> that's our next topic. Miss Angie, uh, Colby's mom, said polio. Oh yeah, that's a good guess. Good guess. Uh, wrong. So I said polio <laughs> earlier, but I was I was wrong. Oh yeah. She's loyal. She yeah, that's she's, right. She says no. She's that backing was it. her son up. Thanks, mom. So the um the virus was measles. It was measles. 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 Yep. Those little weasels. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, thanks for uh, nerding out with us, the Catholic nerds. This is Scott Smith. And Colby Allen. Mary Reed. And Cody Reed. And? Father Brent. Father Brent. I thought <laughs> there's, a, there's another human there, though. <laughs> oh. oh, and Therese Reed. Oh, On her weird. flagship podcast <laughs> yes she's okay. just so, staring off in the distance <laughs> be sure to follow our facebook group join the facebook group yes. and uh be sure to subscribe to the show on itunes and yeah and Spotify check out our page the... on teespring where we have awesome uh catholic apparel uh catholic nerd apparel uh, and maybe you might be the lucky bags. winner next time dun, dun, dun. yeah and we'll be posting some stuff on our facebook page about the uh the uh, Teesprings and the uh, 
Patreon to help uh, uh, move this podcast and make it better. Woo! Good night, guys. Good night. Jazz hands. Peace out. Is it actually going to stop? Or is it going to stop? Oh. <laughs> We're live forever. Bye, guys! <laughs> <laughs>